So a disclaimer before we get into the today's episode. Um, our personal experiences or any advice that you happen to get from us should not be substituted for medical opinion. If you feel like you're suffering from either stress, depression, anxiety, kindly reach out to a medical professional to get help on the same. Hi, my name is Christine, a contemplative homebody and lover of the mind. Well, go on. My name is Ivan Kelly, striving to be a better version of myself. Hello, my name is Naomi Masioi Lenana, turning them lemons into lemonade. And we are at How You Doing, and today's episode will be talking about stress and anxiety amongst students, and particularly in um, the university setting, but this could also be applicable to those in high school as well. So we've decided to um, break down this um, topic into some distinct themes, which I think many people can definitely um, relate to. And um, more these are more or less known as risk factors associated with stress, anxiety, and depression. So the themes are basically things to do with academics and but um, financial situation, lifestyle, social. So we all know that being a student is not simply just your academics, you're a person. You're a person with commitments, you're a person, a person with emotions. And it's very key to get into these um, risk factors to assess how we can then grow from these experiences and mitigate the dangers that come with having um, stress and anxiety. So I guess maybe to start us off is... What is stress for you, Ivan? Um, the first thing that comes to my head is anything that makes me uncomfortable, anything that just bothers me, doesn't give me peace. But on a more serious, thoughtful explanation, I'll say anything that um, that's out of my hand and bothers me or anything that's uh, failing to achieve what I wanted to do, that, that feeling of um, being incompetent or being unable to change a situation, yeah, that, that's kind of stress to me. And you, Naomi? Um, for me, I think it's more of a mental tension in brought about like in different, um, in difficult situations, like um, not able to meet up to a certain standard, not able to uh, qualify for something, mm. yeah, and the the worries. Yes, I mean, I guess um, my definition of stress could more or less mirror what it is that you you guys have said. I mean, I guess, and it's also in line with the standard definition of stress. You're, you're having mental tension, like Naomi said, because of an incapacity to follow through with something or being able to adequately manage something. So the themes that I alluded to previously, will now tackle them one by one. And the first, obviously, prevalent theme is academic schools. If you're a student, automatically your job is to get involved with the nitty-gritties of what it is that you've come to study and what it is you want to pursue um, in the future. So academics, this is exams, this is revision, this is keeping up with schoolwork. Um, and how do you think, Naomi, stress manifests itself in the academic aspect of a student's life? Um, I would love to say that um, more or less, I've seen myself being stressed because of my exams. Oh no, my exam the my exam period I think is the worst because you're like studying, you have to uh, keep up with what the lecturer was teaching in class, almost 17 pages of uh, content and that's like one chapter. So I think that's 
for me how it manifests itself like the inadequacy how am i going to do this stuff within that short time mm-hmm. um and also for me my studies i think my wanting to do best to show my parents by the way this is what i have done so well and for them to be proud of me so at times i'm like stressed will i will my parents really be proud of me will i be able to match up to the certain standard they have given me of like oh maybe you're a, you need to be an a student yeah. yeah i guess we can all relate to the thing of oh academic weapon mm. <laughs> you start off the semester <laughs> and you're like yes i'm going to be that studious person who's going to the library mm. you will not catch me out here at laughing with you plebeians or you small people like mm-hmm. i'm gonna be on top of it and then you reach halfway or mid through the semester you've lost that energy <laughs> it's just completely gone and then tasa two days or like even a week before exams that's when you're like you're not even actually revising you're learning the content right then <laughs> yeah. then and that can be quite stress inducing and anxiety because you're now like how am i going to keep up with these things and how am i going to adequately cram these things because mm-hmm. at that point you're not even at revising to understand you're revising to spit out things in the exam in the exam scenario i think exams are just generally the bane of a student's life existence but i guess you just have to kind of suck it up and move on with life yeah, it's part of the, one of the main symptoms of depression which is um changing sleeping patterns you meet people out here running on 2 hours of sleep 3 mm-hmm. hours of sleep people out here looking like zombies mm-hmm. um yeah. there's also this irritability you, you go to talk to someone someone doesn't want to talk the person is just pissed the the anything any slight commotion just uh irritates them they get mad really easily there's also anxiety you just you're not at peace you keep on looking at your watch you're like oh, two hours to the exam two hours two hours two hours isn't enough you get tired you don't even feel like reading um mm. loss of energy and fatigued let's say you're a happy person you're a joyful person but that whole day that whole day you're just you're just drained you're there sitting by yourself in your corner mm. you go hide yourself in the library you don't want to meet with anyone yeah. i mean oh man stress because of academics is just yeah and then the social dynamics because you find you have people they look like complete jokers through the entire semester yeah. like people are telling you aki have not read aki aki <laughs> aki, aki life for oh. me is bad and then those people end up coming and they're like doing so much better in the exam mm. and you've been you've been struggling through yeah. the entire semester and i think those people can be so stress inducing because it's like how am i going to match up to that kind of yeah. like try, that kind of relaxation where i'm like i haven't read but i know i've been putting up the work somewhere even mm. if it's not in school maybe at home but it's even like when you're just sitting there discussing the unit then there are people talking and mentioning things you don't know oh. then you're like this exam <laughs> let, let me just go home uh, let, let me tell you that's why i, I prefer when i'm revising I j- I'm away from people yeah. because I don't want to be told have you heard of this and at that point you've not even read to that part and you're like oh no then you think it's a five minutes thing you go through it and you realize bro it's a whole last chapter yeah. there's no way you're getting that then you're like bro mm-hmm. minus 10 marks <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean I guess you can all relate to that experience that sometimes in retrospect you're like my goodness yeah. you, you laugh about it but at the same time you're like at that moment it wasn't that funny it wasn't that Mm-hmm. um th- it wasn't that chill yeah and yeah. Fu- and funny enough 
you feel like this stress carries itself to the exam room because you're not comfortable. You're just not at your best because you're anxious. This stress now has led to your anxiety. And and funny enough, you'll see how someone is anxious before an exams when they are having a book like one minute before the exams and the lecturer is like, can you come in for the exams? That itself is a way of anxiety now manifesting itself and it just doesn't show up well for you as a student because you'll be confused and you and for some reason you'll have to take some time now to relax to yeah. calm down but it's yeah. weird how everyone has a different way of showing off the anxiety because yeah. i know that people will just not talk be serious to the book not look up just focused on the book oh. and there's a person like me bro me i'll be laughing like <laughs> I, I can't i can't uh i don't know kind of like conceal myself or hide but i'll just fi- i'll just find myself laughing at the slightest thing oh that's how i know bro you're bad <laughs> so you displace you displace that stress and anxiety with a sort of trying to masking it by with humor it's, it's not masking yeah it's just natural it's like just natural. i'm not doing it because i don't want to act like i'm scared yeah but that's just it because it's just like automatic yeah i remember in mm-hmm. high school we'll be there we're reading we're reading and hey bro we just start laughing we're laughing someone comes in does something stupid we're just laughing as in mm-hmm. then we look at each other we're like bro we're not okay <laughs> you've got it to the deep end we're bad. <laughs> i mean i guess yeah the central part of a student's experience is the academic mm. and it's very easy to be like oh it's not that deep mm. but if you're a person who that kind of um juice if i can call it like that is mm. just not within you you really have to push yourself then you do have all this um stress anxiety and feeling down and feeling bad about yourself and comparing yourself coming yeah. into coming into play also feel like group work really causes stress oh, oh yeah. in a group of people there of course there's someone who is a very hard a hard worker yeah. and there's someone also in that group who is not um let me say can i say lazy people who are let's just say it as it is <laughs> it people is. don't carry their way yeah, yeah. The they, they don't they don't yeah. add value to your group to the assignment so it's very stressful dealing with such kind of people and i know some of us have met them and um maybe they should change and realize by the way they are causing us so much stress um but yeah dealing with people who are not able to like meet up a certain expectation that is needed by your lecturer or by whoever is conducting your studies and even lecturers themselves from yeah, there are some people here who just they out to get you no good reason they just <laughs> up against you you get into class the person's like oh, yeah, you have a sitting cut now do it then you're like you didn't even you say ready. you didn't even tell anyone mm. and then there it is or you're finishing you're just chilling then it tells you oh, after class there's a there's a cut i put on the platform yeah. it, it expires in one and a half hours bro i have to go out i have to do other stuff then i have to come back and still do that cut i mean yeah, some lectures here are just mm. stressful mm. what do you think are some like relevant solutions with dealing with academic stress i mean how would you tell somebody okay yeah you've said all these things but how mm-hmm. can i come out of this situation how can i come out not feeling always anxious about um my academics because if you think about it some of our academic stress is something you could have done yeah. seriously like yeah. you told yourself you would have been an academic weapon you could have been an academic weapon from, from day start, one yeah. all the way to the end instead of learning and you're like oh my gosh this coursework is actually interesting <laughs> i mean what do you think are some relevant solutions to 
this as you've said yeah like that being that academic weapon i think just preparing yourself early enough before you sit in for a test yes I think uh, for me uh mine was making not making school the center of my life honestly mm-hmm. yeah that, hey, that's that's making school mm-hmm. your life revolve around school is just hectic because yeah. school is just a problem after problem mm-hmm. challenge after challenge find something else you like to do find another passion yeah, so that's why like, when you do that you're happy when once the sadness of school comes out you have you have hope of doing something else so just it balances out and that way you, you'll be able to glide through I mean there's a lot of stuff to do although academic is uh really important but don't don't be at your 100% school there's way more to life than just school mm. I guess yeah like finding hobbies and I think also in that thing of dealing with academic stress I think having hobbies that you don't necessarily monetize because yeah. you know what happens is that sometimes you are stressed with school okay you've taken a hobby let's say like crocheting or deciding to write or something and then you monetize that hobby it becomes another another point another of stress. stress i mean not to say you don't get that bug but um having um activities that you're doing solely for enjoyment as opposed to monetization mm-hmm. really goes a long way with dealing with things like academic stress because then you don't want a situation where you're going into school and you have something at, that's niggling at the back of your mind you're like oh i'm also now a budding business woman mm-hmm. and it's not making sense for your life at that point in time okay i think i think with academics more moral of the story just mm-hmm. keep up with things i mean sometimes time management is really difficult in that aspect but i think knowing your limits and knowing how far you can go with yourself in terms of your academics is very is very key to reducing stress anxiety and even ultimately depression yeah, yeah. i also think of talking it out with a friend like you know a problem shared is a problem half solved in its own way yeah. like talking it out telling your friend by the way my academics are not good and then they're like oh by the way also mine are not good yeah. at, t- at time you just feel like you're not alone in this at the end of the day by the way we are not alone there's so many people who don't talk about it and maybe they are going through it mm. hard mm. so yeah. at times just it's nice to open up with people who you find like won't judge you and will empathize with you and another coping mana is uh don't run to alcohol or drugs yeah. don't don't follow the peer pressure whatever and says no no to work cuz you mean it wanted to nini azi bro no just do those better stuff alcohol you only get yourself into more problem you go get get drunk lose your money lose your phone you come <laughs> back bro the problem is even worse yeah. so the way better means to solve it yeah i guess also now on that point of alcohol drug abuse and all that i think that now goes into the sec- the next theme which is lifestyle and just um the social aspect of the student life um and i guess also these things do contribute to stress and anxiety because now you're coming from high school which was academics 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 and maybe a smidge of extracurricular and then now you're coming here you you have to be almost this well-rounded person who's doing both academics and they're doing sports and they're doing all these things um so like Ivan said so things with alcohol and drug abuse fall into this this umbrella of lifestyle and just social aspects so what do you think under this umbrella con um really contribute to stress and anxiety amongst students well your friend group uh your friend group is one of the main another thing that can really give you peer pressure if you hang around people um who don't understand you mm. who 
who don't accept you for who you are, who people who make you forced to change or to act a certain way in order to fit in with them. Mm. That's definitely a major cause of stress because you can't be yourself. You're constantly acting. You're trying. You're trying to put effort. Energy is being taken by your studies. Then to hang out with people mm. instead of you just feeling comfortable and just gliding freely with them, you're there stressing. Am I? Uh, am I acting cool enough for them? Am I acting normal? Mm. Are they okay with how I am? Well, that's just unnecessary pressure. Unnecessary, it, total it, nonsense. It, it really is. Find people you just... People who are cool with you. People who don't make you have to do something to fit in. People who are just totally understandable. If you find uh, the right group of friends, it takes a lot of stress away. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I think I'll say lifestyle in itself as students, as you've said about groups. Um... At times we we let's say how Christine is able to put herself out is totally different from how Ivan would do so. And at times we realize that we are all different, and uh, we also come from different backgrounds. So for me, I feel like at times something that can stress you out as a person is trying to copy what someone else is doing mm. or because you find how she carries herself or mm. himself is way better than yours. Mm. So at the end of the day, you're stressed because that's not you. You're becoming a fraud as a person. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And I think also friendships um, in general are some of the strongest kind of relationships, kind of human relationships that you'll ever have aside from romantic ones. And I feel like they are also so much more powerful than romantic relationships because this is someone who gets to know yeah. the inner you. Like this is someone who you have invested emotional time and energy. And if someone who I would like, let's say, quantify as an emotional vampire, someone who's always coming to dump all their things on you, and under the guise of friendship, then that just automatically becomes stressful. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think I personally have experiences where someone was a outrightly a bad friend but i've had stories people are doing crazy out things mm-hmm. out here to other people under the guise of friendship i recently had a story from a classmate of mine we were both in high school and she talked of a close friend of hers who by all accounts and purposes very chill person mm-hmm. very cool she was actually quite funny quite amusing and this girl was in friend was with friends with another so let's just mm-hmm. call this girl x and and her bad friend, mm-hmm. Chair. So now X and Chair were just buddies, and then Chair became this vindictive person. All of a sudden, started spreading rumors about X, started saying um, very bad things about this girl. I think it even went to the point of like stalking her on social media, making so, uh, multiple accounts to harass her. Now, I don't even know whether I would have had the emotional stamina back then to really deal with a person like that, but you could tell, like, it was just slowly sucking away the energy and the emotional capacity to be like, I don't want to deal with whatever it is that you're doing with me. I have other priorities, which at this point was school. I mean, we were nearing the end of our high school years. You need to be focusing on KCSE. You need to be focusing on subjects that are really letting you down. And then there's someone here who... Is just out to get you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and sometimes that, those experiences can really have an impact on whether you'll form good relationships afterwards. Mm-hmm. But um, trying to have like a balance, like knowing that you have to, that you can have a specific number of people who you can go to, as opposed to having like a large group of people who are merely um, 
acquaintances. Yeah. And about even lifestyle, I, my mom tells me, live within your means. I know we are meeting people from all walks of life and we are trying to fit in. And I would love to say that learn to live within your means. Mm. And also don't compare. Comparison kills because you may look at the other person's life and you think their life, the grass there is greener. But once you go there, you realize, by the way, yours, yours is better. So I feel like to cope with this stress, also avoid comparison. And yeah, and I actually said coping, comparison, something like that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think um, all these things of like living within your means and just being aware of you as a person. I mean, I guess the journey of self-awareness is really a long one. Mm -hmm. But if you can get some aspects of you that you know, um, this is me and I know what I'm supposed to do as a person, what my student life is supposed to be for me, then I think it goes a long way in trying to minimize the effects of stress and and anxiety. Um, so what solutions do you have to things like um, sleep deprivation and um, under this the, the lifestyle and social bracket, what um, solutions do you think are particularly helpful, at least in your case, because you know, um, it's very easy to rattle solutions from the internet and you yourself are not applying them in real life. It's very counterintuitive to do that. So what do you say to someone, for example, who in the aspect of the, the social factors has social anxiety, debilitating social anxiety? How do you help someone like that who friendships, it's a very it's a serious struggle, it's a very real struggle for them. What do you say to that? Well... There's no easy way out of it. Yeah. The best way is to just give it a try. Like, honestly, yeah. if you're scared of friendship, uh, there's no alternative. There's no one... Well, unless you get lucky and someone notices and approaches you and becomes kind to you, yeah. which which does happen, but it's not quite often. Yeah. The other times, you're going to have to bite the bullet. You're going to have to take the risk. Um, Try and make a friend. Try and just... You're a chilled person. Try and observe people. Mm -hmm. Try and find someone who seems like a nice person. And yeah, slowly by slowly, try and make friendship because there's there's no there's no way out of it. Uh, mm -hmm. you can't. No money is an island, but that's the that's the only step you can take. Um, build up your confidence, and then slowly just start by basic stuff: mm -hmm. classwork, mm -hmm. classwork. You're done. Uh, when you put in groups, don't just keep quiet and do it and do it by yourself. Ask a question. Ask a question. Yeah, slowly by that and see how people react to that action. Mm. Yeah, for me, I think I'll say practicing gratitude. Most of us don't practice gratitude. We are not, we, we, we don't appreciate what we have at the moment. We try to look for something else, yet maybe this is something you've been waiting for. Like practicing gratitude in itself is very important to deal with uh, uh, maybe something you've been wanting because mm. if you don't practice gratitude I don't want to say depressed <laughs> mm, yeah. because I think depressed has such a deeper meaning yeah. mm -hmm. but let me say you won't appreciate how far you've come if you yeah. don't practice it and then now in lifestyle about also deprivation, deprivation yeah. I feel like as students we are always on our phones we're on TikToks Reels IG and all that mm. and I feel like this takes so much time of ours Instead of us sleeping at 1 a.m., you're on uh, watching TikToks, you're on your Reels, mm. not realizing that it is affecting you in one way or another with your stress because your brain, your system has not had that enough rest. So I feel like uh, monitoring your screen time, 
Oh yeah, also it just also... what you consume. You see your age mates doing exactly. everything, then you are just chilled in the house, and you're like, no, no, my life. Mm. I'm not living life the way I'm supposed to. I'm less than normal. But now there are a lot of stuff to do. Um, find outdoor activities. Find stuff that you prefer. Um, like you said, on your phones, if you like gaming, put a limit. Start setting limits. Put yourself on a routine. Don't don't just get carried away by one thing. Um, yeah, make sure you do everything. Just get a proper routine. There's, yeah. There are a lot of good routines. Don't, don't, as we said earlier, fixing your life on school. Don't fix it on school. Uh, find new hobbies mm. and just break them down. Allocate each one of them a specific time. Mm. And that way you realize there's a lot of happiness. You don't need to spend, I don't know how much money. You don't need to go to the fanciest restaurant to be happy. Happiness starts with you. Make yourself happy and yeah, learn to love yourself. Make yourself happy and your life will change. You'll be such mm. a happy person. Yeah, I think this, you know, this whole aspect of romanticizing life. I mean, I do think there's an aspect that is very fundamental that you're able to enjoy life in its simplest pleasures, that you're able to sit down and be like, wow, today I saw another sunset, Mm -hmm. as opposed to be like, oh my gosh, what is a 19-year-old actress in America doing right now that I'm not doing? Like, what could I be doing? And it's, it, it is nice to see people our age thriving and all that, but being realistic and saying that they probably had their struggles, had their experiences to get to where they are, and it's not something that's far out of reach for you, but you just need to model your life to how you are experiencing it in the moment. Yeah, embracing um, the journey yeah. and yes, not striving yeah. for the destination. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, I guess now I think we can move on to the next sort of theme, which is the biological so biological risk factors and things to do with physical and mental disabilities. I don't know. I think I'm going to go to an Olympia and say that I don't think we are limited by a physical um, disability in a sense. I mean, not to say that physical disabilities is an inability, but we don't have... Um, we don't have a particular issue that makes life a bit more um, struggling to cope through each day. Mm-hmm. So do you happen to interact with people who, um, on the face of it, you can look at them and be like, this person has a physical disability. And the kinds of, how have those experiences kind of, especially student life experience, um, been for them? Well, in high school, we had a stammering class. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you'd see like him speaking, him answering questions in class. He would always shy away from that because that it really wasn't his stronghold or anything. Mm. But uh, what what worked for him was that everyone understood in class. Mm. No one bothered him. Mm. Um, let's say if a teacher, if a new teacher came in, asked him a question, then he was struggling, mm. and then the teacher started getting aggressive. Everyone would just gang up against the teacher. Okay, now beat him, but like, yeah, Yo, don't do that. We won't. We won't let you do that. Like he has mm. an issue. You'll either understand him or you'll walk out. Like, yeah. it's time. But uh, don't leave a person with a disability all by themselves. Stand up for them. M- accept them as a normal person. Yeah. It's, it doesn't mean they're any less of a person. Yeah. And give them the respect they deserve. So as long as, um, by giving them, showing them that every, everyone around them loves them, it gives them the self-confidence. They'll be uh-huh. happy. Yeah. They won't see themselves as a lesser person. So yeah, the people who you stay around with, mm. they do play a key part. They do play a key part in your esteem and how mm. your life is. Also, like a sen- that sense of community in high school yeah. for with this person really yeah. could have contributed greatly to oh, reducing indeed. stress and 
anxiety because then you know like I'm a summarizer but now I know that I have these people behind my back who can yeah people who are okay with how you are yeah. people who don't judge you people who don't hate you and people who won't let anyone make fun of you because of that uh, and you know me um I think personally I've had a personal experience with this mm. from a family setup mm. and I've seen how much it affects a parents and a bit stress mm. because of not accepting someone with a disability mm-hmm. or something like that and we realize that it is not only about them but also the people who care about them and are we secluding them because if we do seclude them even in school here mm. you realize that that's even a chance for them to feel stressed and anxious mm. and even have social anxiety but if we learn to accept them and um make them feel part of us mm-hmm. and embrace them that makes like i've said it reduces the levels of them even having stress about that where uh, been accepted yeah and uh, i think also sometimes physical disabilities we can visibly see them yeah. now when we move to mental disabilities this now we're going into the realm of whatever it is that we're discussing right now stress anxiety and now depression um any thing that you've experienced especially like things with depression because it's it's very common now especially um amongst us young people and in the student life because there's a paper i think i was reading that said that um students are at a higher risk of getting things like depression as opposed to the general the general public so how do you think that kind of narrative plays into stress and anxiety in one's student life i feel like at times our parents push us into having stress and anxiety mm-hmm. because of the expectations they have from us at mm-hmm. times you feel like you aren't able to meet the expectations and most cases they'll never have low expectations they'll always have very high expectations at times i always feel like it's too much mm-hmm. from a person and then also comparing us with other peers of ours they're like you see um this uh, my workmate the daughter behaves like this in church couldn't you see that your friend is uh, doing better in uh, church activities why are you not doing them mm. you see like that comparison from our parents makes us feel stressed and at times it's out of our control but see maybe if you've tried to talk about it and everything and it becomes even a issue yeah so and you even Yes, the comparison definitely kills you. Yeah. Um but with that I think I think if we explain that perfectly, probably just talk it out to you with your parents and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh the rest is probably you. As much as we say um stress or so that feeling is bad, sometimes it's just an indicator that you know you can do more but mm-hmm. you're not doing it. So um I'd say as long as you know you're putting in the work, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. relax. As long as you know you're doing what's expected of you what you can mm. from there just let everything will, will f- fall in place but even though you're just sleeping you're not doing anything then you feel like oh people are living a better life but that's a, that's a warning for you yeah. you need to do you yeah, need to yeah. step up and do yeah. better i think there's this whole this whole idea of circle of concern and circle of influence like what's within your control and in your as a student what's within your control are your academics what's within your control is how you respond to situations how you interact with mm. people Now what's outside of your control is how people think about you how 
are people going to take a particular situation that you're in? Because at the end of the day, you can't micromanage someone's feelings. You can't force someone to like you. You can't force someone to dislike you. As in, it's very... I think when you model your expectations within your circle of concern, like what you can influence, then it's very it goes a long way to, I think, reducing stress and anxiety and also how, mitigating depression if, if it comes out that you do have um, depression at some point. Um, and then I think we can go into now the financial aspect of like being a student. Um, what um, issues, financial issues, do you think pose a great danger or pose a great issue towards um, being a student, or how does that kind of impact your student life? Um, for me, I think I'll use uh, myself as an example here. Mm -hmm. um, in the longest time. Uh, through my campus period, um, I never had like financial challenges. Mm -hmm. I used to get my pocket money. I used to, my fees was paid. Mm -hmm. I never had any struggles mm -hmm. until it reached a point, a certain season. I call it, it was a very bad season for me because this was new to me. Mm -hmm. I'm from camp, I'm from high school. Uh, my, in, my years in campus were not that bad yeah. but now this time came and things were very bad for me like you're asking money from your parents and they don't have mm. like it's a struggle and you're like wow how am i supposed to deal with this how am i supposed to to start because these are my providers these mm. are the people who are catering for my money my pocket money my lunch money mm. and i think i was very stressed at that point and uh, i also had some anxiety problems because i found myself not being able to sleep during the night and my appetite was um was bad mm. and I can say during this season I lost almost four kilos mm. of weight and I was like what mm. like I didn't know how much of a big issue it was in my life but it was at that point mm. uh, seeing how your parent is struggled financially and also you it also affects you and uh, it does play a big role as students mm -hmm. financially and funny enough I like to say that at times, you're never alone. Mm -hmm. At times, you think, oh, by the way, because I'm in a, in a certain uh, class of group of people, they're not experiencing what you are, but some of them are. And at times, I'll say, at times, talking out to people really helps. Mm. And I was able to get help from a therapist, mm -hmm. which I felt was really, really helpful, like just talking it out, trying to find solutions on how to help me at that point. Because at that point, I couldn't have much. I'm not working. It was out of my control. Mm. So it was, how am I going to deal with such a situation? How am I going to be able to manage the little money I'm having? Yeah. Are you going to have, to, you'll have to cut off some things. Yeah. You'll have to cut off the extras you used to go for at this period of time. And this financial struggle season, it's not permanent. It's for a short period of time. Mm. And, uh, yeah. Well, I'd say for me, what happened was, um, in terms of fees, everything, the basics were there. But for now, once you come to university, you want money for, like, to have fun. Yeah. Money yeah. for extra. <laughs> yeah. And now my parents were like, hell no. No, no, that. Yeah. yeah. So, it was tough. I mean, you'd have to work with budget. The days you're like, ah, no, no, let me save this because on Friday we're doing this. Yeah. Yeah, so there was those struggles. But mm -hmm. uh, one thing that worked for me is the fact that you're yeah, always growing up with those told, don't, don't compare yourself with others. You do you. So when I came here, it really wasn't stressful. 
I mean, apart from the times where I would put stress on myself, I'm like, I, want, I really want to do this. Yeah. But otherwise, fitting with other people, if you see people going, taking this, no, I just, I was always, I always, I always okay with just saying, no, I'm not good, I'm good, then let me just go away. I didn't, I didn't put too much pressure on myself. But yeah, then it reached a point uh, where I realized, personally, you can't, you can't expect everything from your parents. You're True. the one who's going to have to step up yeah. And start doing stuff for yourself. So that's that's what kind of influenced me to start working. The whole self-reliability. Um, earning my own money, not mm. relying on them. Mm. And yeah, because I can't blame them. You're not giving me this money yeah, to go true. do whatever I want. Mm. If I make it by myself, um, from there I can do whatever I want with it. So I think it's more... It's more it is out of your hand and it's also in your hand. You can, you can decide to... Uh, let it affect you constantly or you can decide to take it as a challenge to step up as yourself and make sure that you can do it for yourself, not waiting for someone to do it for you. Okay, so I guess we are slowly coming to the conclusion of this episode and a common thread I'm seeing is comparison clearly is the still mm-hmm. of all joy and just knowing your limits and knowing yourself is really fundamental as a student um, trying to mitigate issues around stress, anxiety, depression, and if you really do feel like some of these solutions aren't feasible, find others that seem to be working for you. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, we are all human beings. We might have some sort of universal experiences, but how we go through about them are very different. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I like to say and um, learn to be kind to people as we never know what they're going through. Some people are having stress and anxiety. Most of people who are having social anxiety, uh, in school we see them presenting work and they're not able to do it well. I think we learn to be kind to them. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, and in life, uh, some are lucky to get it the easy way. Some will get it the hard way. Mm-hmm. Whichever way you get, uh, do your best with it. Um doesn't mean because you're less or you're disadvantaged, you can't make it or you can't get the same. You just need to put a, a little more effort and eventually you'll get there. You're not, you're not less of a person. Okay. So thank you, dear listeners, for listening in and we shall see you in the next episode.